Welcome to Planet Sleep. I'm your host, Josh. And tonight, we'll be visiting the second most important cosmic entity that is vital for our existence. And that is the sun. Without the sun acting as the heart of our solar system, keeping our orbit in order, giving life to this wild wilderness of Earth, our planet would just be another desolate rock floating in space. So join me as we explore the life-giving star and its dangers that threaten the life it has given. This episode of Planet Sleep is brought to you by Higher Love Wellness. Higher Love Wellness is my CBD company. We're family owned and operated out of Colorado. We make only the highest quality and highest potency CBD products out there. If you've never tried CBD before, CBD is a great daily supplement. It works with your endocannabinoid system which regulates a bunch of different things, mood and appetite, stress, among other things. CBD can just help you feel less stressed out while working through the day and also help promote a better rest. At Higher Level Wellness, we sell a wide range of products, including gummies, oils, topicals, vapes, and all sorts of other things. We ship to all 50 states and several countries as well. And you can use code PLANETSLEEP to get 10% off your first order. Before we head off towards this glowing ball of fire in the sky, let's find somewhere to sit or lie down. Just close our eyes. Imagine what an amazing journey we have ahead of us tonight. Take some deep breaths. You deserve it. For me, space is one of those places that allows me to really let my mind wander and wonder what it's like to fly throughout outer space planets, moons, stars, asteroids. As we head to the heart of our solar system tonight, you're going to need your full mind, body, and soul. Because this will be a journey you never forget. the gargantuan sphere of ultimate light and heat, giving life to everything we see, touch, and hear. It is known by many names through time and space, but its most common name 
is the sun. Sitting at the center of our solar system, this raging star of hot plasma is nearly a perfect sphere. The cauldron of white, yellow, orange, and red churns in the sky. Nuclear fusion reactions explode within its core, and it burns so hot that electromagnetic radiation pours outwards from its scorching body an endless, blazing inferno. From your footing on Earth, it's the brightest star in the sky. Roughly the same size as the moon by coincidence, its light allows you to see everything around you. The trees, the animals, the clouds. And as you tilt your head towards the sky, your feet lift from the wide plain of grass beneath you. Faster you fly up through the air, leaving the planet Earth behind. The grass, the leaves, the mountains, and the rivers all fade into one giant blue planet under your feet. You pass through swells of white clouds until they also fade beneath you. And the black, infinite sky of space shines with distant stars and planets. You pass by the orange sphere of Venus and the white dot of Mercury. Each is on its own path around the almighty sun. Beyond them, billions upon billions of stars scatter through the universe. But the one blazing inferno at the center of our solar system plays a special role within the infinite stretches of space. Out here, it can be tough to push away the feelings, a feeling so small. But as you bring yourself into the big picture of our functioning system of planets, you begin to understand the beauty of existing within a vast and limitless universe. Our sun formed roughly 4.5 billion years ago within the Milky Way galaxy in a small stretch of stars called Orion's Spur. This is where a tiny existence would one day take place. The sun was born from a cloud of dust and gas as a solar nebula collapsed. In the dead center of this colossal formation, matter condensed into a fiery ball of gas that became what we know as the sun. Its presence made it daytime and its absence made it night. This disk of light was misunderstood for centuries, but its importance was never questioned. Early civilizations held it in such high respect that they thought it represented a god, rightfully so. Egyptians had several sun gods, with the most popular one being Ra. He was one of the most important Egyptian gods and portrayed as a falcon head with a human body and the sun was seen as the ultimate giver of life. Even then, they knew the sun gave everything life without even understanding truly what it was. The Incans also praised the sun and held several ceremonies to praise the bright star and make sure their crops grew throughout the season. They even dedicated a third of their land and resources to the sun god hoping he would continue to bless them with wealth 
and prosperity. Countless other civilizations have praised the sun as God, and for good reason. Its existence has made it so the world as we know it continues to survive. The earth stays in orbit, the trees grow, and the world stays a perfect temperature, all because of the almighty sun. Three major factors brought the life of the solar system into existence. The sun's heat, its incredible gravitational pull, and an extensive magnetic field. This is what made the sun the heart of our solar system. From where you float within space, the giant ball of flaming gas looks like a bright circular light. But within its surface, the sun is made of six different layers. Most of it is made of hydrogen. About 9% is helium. And only 0.1% is heavier elements like carbon and nitrogen. Because of the sun's extreme temperatures, all of these elements stay in a constant phase of fiery gas known as plasma. At its core, the sun reaches a scorching 27 million degrees Fahrenheit, and that temperature will continue to be incomprehensible to the human mind. This is over 12,000 times hotter than lava, the hottest natural thing on Earth. Luckily, as you float through the heavens of space, your convenient spacesuit shields you from the dangerous heat and radiation, and a dense visor protects you from being blinded by the sun's glorious rays. As you fly closer to the sun, the gentle flow of your breathing apparatus fills your helmet between the silence of space, and you drift further towards the warmth of the star. Within the sun's glaring ball of fury, Intense gravitational force helps fuse hydrogen molecules to create helium. This is what releases radiation, electricity, solar wind, and of course, the life-giving heat and light to the planet Earth. In the pure balance of nature, the apocalyptic energy of the sun is contained within its gravitational pull. Its mass is also what keeps the planets in perfect order they orbit around the sun. Drifting towards its unbelievable energy, you quickly begin to grasp how large the sun truly is. From Earth, it's the size of a coin, but here in the space within the planet's orbits, its size is nearly incomprehensible, just like its temperature. It's more than 100 Earths wide, and it could fit all eight planets inside nearly 600 times over. If this wasn't already mind-boggling, the sun alone contains 99.8% of all mass in the entire solar system. This mass holds together the eight planets in near-perfect unison. Along with our main planets, it also holds together dozens of dwarf planets and over 170 moons. Countless comets and asteroids also tear through the sky within its gravitational pull. And without its gravity, 
the solar system as we know it would drift into deep space. All that we love and know on Earth would vanish. As you get closer to the sun, the more you're able to witness each wave of plasma on its surface. The movement crashes and collides together, but what you see is only a fraction of what the sun contributes. What goes unseen is equally critical to our existence. The sun produces an electromagnetic field naked to the human eye, but its effect bleeds through the entire solar system. It produces an invisible shield called a heliosphere, and this force field covers all the planets and protects them from the harmful cosmic radiation that fills the universe. The sun's churning plasma pushes electrically charged particles towards the star's poles, north and south. From this energy, the sun becomes a giant magnet. And just like our tiny magnets here on Earth, the energy appears invisible. But these massive magnetic effects are still noticeable even from the Earth. On the surface of the sun, as you look through the scorching swaths of plasma, you notice small black dots. These are known as sunspots. And these dark areas mark strong pockets of magnetism, and they're scattered like tiny pimples along the surface. Even back on planet Earth, the sun's magnetic force can be witnessed by the human eye. As the magnetic field interacts with the Earth's atmosphere, beautiful lights brighten the northern sky. These are called auroras. The term aurora borealis was coined by Galileo in 1619, and he named it after Aurora, the Roman goddess of morning. He first thought that this phenomenon was sunlight reflecting from the atmosphere, but he was later proven wrong. As for the indigenous people of the north, they have spoken stories about these lights that go back for generations. Inuit legend explains that the northern lights are the souls of the dead. They believe that these lights were their ancestors dancing in the sky. Sometimes the spirits are seen carrying torches to guide those that remain in the world of the living. Other times they were seen playing soccer with the skull of a walrus as he drifted across the night sky and their word for the lights roughly translated to ball player. To some indigenous nations, these lights were evidence that there is a life beyond this earthly reality. The mystery and majesty of these ribbons of color were beautiful enough to convince people in the existence of an afterlife. That goes to show how truly powerful the charm of these lights are, and as their existence has been explained over time, their charm has only become more inspiring. These particles have traveled nearly 93 million miles from the sun to the earth. This solar wind takes around three days to travel to reach the atmosphere. And they're often seen as a shimmering green, purple and blue lights carving through the night sky in the northern hemisphere. The waterfall particles curve through the earth's sky like colorful ribbons. What gives these particles color depends on the elements within the air. 
The most common color is green because oxygen mixed with these particles gives off a green hue. Despite the beautiful gifts that the sun brings to the earth's skies, sometimes its gifts aren't as pleasant. And the most harmful gifts are often invisible to the naked eye. You flip on your special visor that allows you to see x-rays and ultraviolet light. And from the surface of the sun, a massive flash bursts within the plasma and ejects a dash of light towards the earth. A burst of radiation rockets through space at incredible speeds. This is the infamous solar flare. Anything in its path will be baked to a crisp. And once it reaches the earth, the surface facing the sun can experience radio blackouts. At crucial moments, this can be disastrous. On September 6, 2017, a solar flare reached earth and disabled several communication towers. Meanwhile, hurricanes had formed in the Atlantic bearing down on the Caribbean. Radio communication between rescue teams went down for hours. Weather in space and on Earth combined to create a day of chaos. And this day became a great example of how solar flares affect our daily lives. So now a fleet of spacecrafts have been launched to monitor the sun at all times. The idea is to try and predict what the sun will do, since we realize how much any bit of solar activity can affect things on Earth. Leading the fleet is a spacecraft known as the Solar Dynamics Observatory, or SDO. It monitors solar flares with its telescopic eye 24 hours a day, and it can look at the sun in several different wavelengths. Nearly 10 different wavelengths are monitored at any given time, which gives us the solar collage. We can view the sun in white, blue, green, purple, orange, red, and gold, and each wavelength gives us new information as well as a psychedelic look at the hypnotic sun. One of the oldest spacecraft observers is SOHO. Its lens actually blocks the direct light of the sun and observes the solar structures that project from outside its sphere. Along with SDO and SOHO, 29 other spacecrafts make up the fleet. As you glide through infinite space, you see a small metallic craft soaring between the stars. This is one of NASA's newest space probes that launched in 2018. Its goal is to come within 4.3 million miles of the sun, which is the closest we've ever been to its surface. It will give us the closest look at the sun that we've ever experienced. By 2025, it will reach 430,000 miles per hour. This is 0.064% speed of light, which might not sound like much, but this craft will be the fastest object ever built by man. This is 0.064% the speed of light, which might not sound like much, but this craft will be the fastest object ever built by man. With this fleet of solar observers, we can not only detect solar flares, but also solar rain. But be wary. Its reality isn't as gentle as the name suggests. Since the rain is hot plasma, it isn't a solid liquid or gas. Plasma is a strange fourth state of matter, 
It's basically a gas that is so incredibly hot that it has become electrically charged. This electrical charge is how plasma can be directed by a magnetic field. And since the sun has the most powerful magnetic field, you can see it manipulate the plasma. The closer you get to the sun's surface, giant loops of plasma shoot out from the fiery sea. They stretch and shine as a magnetic field controls their pathways. Even though the magnetic field is invisible, the loops of plasma give you an idea of where it moves. Beneath these massive loops, streaks of plasma fall back to the surface, making it look like rainstorms. And being able to track these beautiful rainstorms might help us to track future solar flares. When these magnetic loops of plasma become unstable, they become dangerous. Think of a plasma loop like an electric wire. If they become too large and entangle with another loop, it's like electric wires crossing, and the result is a massive burst of high-energy light. Some can be as powerful as 10 million hydrogen bombs exploding. Its force can then send radiation all the way to Earth that can alter our atmosphere. If the sun ever releases a cloud of plasma big enough, consequences would be dire. It could blow out our power grids, destroy our satellites, and even affect our astronauts currently in orbit. So it's best to keep the sun under constant watch. But despite how massive and powerful the sun is, just like everything else, it won't last forever. In about six and a half billion years, a star will finally burn its last bit of hydrogen fuel. It will begin to expand, reaching into the planets it had once protected. Its reach will consume Mercury, Venus, and even our planet Earth. Once it gets to its largest size, it will collapse upon itself and become a tiny star, known as a white dwarf. But luckily for now, the sun will continue to protect the planets within its system. Its incredible gravitational pull, protective magnetic field, and its life-giving energy will persevere for billions of years to come. Its lifespan is only half over. And who knows? By then, humanity might have spread out among the distant stars to survive beyond the solar system, where it originated. As you head back towards the Earth, passing by the old familiar planets and satellites. You come across Earth's largest natural satellite, the Moon. Throughout history, the Moon has been synonymous with the Sun. One represents day and the other represents night. But we know this isn't always the case, because sometimes they're in the visible sky at the same time. And when they align, a rare solar eclipse casts a colossal shadow upon the Earth. By cosmic coincidence, the sun is 400 times wider than the moon, but it's also 400 times farther away from the earth, so they appear the same size in the sky. When the moon aligns perfectly in front of the sun, a solar eclipse presents itself. This perspective is unique to the earth, and the mystical feeling of experiencing an eclipse has sprouted myths and legends for centuries before this phenomenon was understood. 
Chinese solar eclipse mythology tried to explain the circumstances thousands of years ago. And one of the oldest Chinese myths is about the rage of a hungry dragon. As the moon cast its shadow and blocked out the sun, the dragon was believed to be eating the sun. It had such a ridiculous appetite. It ate the heart of the solar system. The only way they could stop the dragon from eating the entire sun was to make as much noise as possible. At first, people brought out pots and pans to smack together and scare off the dragon. Later, they brought out drums, firecrackers, and even cannons that they fired from the sides of naval vessels. They hoped that the uproar would stop the dragon from eating the sun. And as the moon passed, the sun returned. This story led to one of the first Chinese words used for eclipse. The word was Xi, which means to eat. The Chinese emperors saw the solar eclipses as bad omens. They hired astronomers and commanded them to predict the next eclipse so that the emperor would be aware. If the emperor was caught off guard by an eclipse, it made them look weak and out of favor with the heavens. Sometimes they had to give up their position and pass the throne to another family member or a rival. They took this so seriously that the Chinese emperor Kang beheaded two of his astronomers for failing to predict the eclipse in 2134 BCE. But it wasn't their fault. We didn't have the mathematical understandings or the equipment to predict solar eclipses until the 1800s. So either way, I guess they were doomed. But these Chinese astronomers documented hundreds of stars, and they did their best to calculate the sun and the moon dating all the way back to the 2100s BCE. Their notes were so incredibly detailed that they were even used by the NASA Jet Propulsion Lab to calculate the historic rotation of the planet Earth. Our fascination with the sun has spanned for thousands of years, and our interest continues to grow the more we understand the sun and its supreme role in our solar system. We only suggested the sun was a star around 450 BCE. And from then on, we've done our best to understand everything we possibly can. You float back towards the Earth's atmosphere. And you see where night meets day as the shadow of the Earth covers half the planet. While the other half is illuminated by the sun. As the gravity of Earth welcomes you back, you glide towards a spot of land still blessed with daylight. You aim just on the edge of a storm cloud where the weather has passed, and the calm after the storm has left the land gentle and cool. After removing your spacesuit, you feel the warmth of the sun across your skin. And as you look beside the nearby storm clouds, you're welcomed home by the spectrum of a rainbow curving across the sky. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. This is the combination of rain droplets and natural light within the sky. It's also the two things that bless the planet with life, water, and sunlight. And its inspiration can be seen almost everywhere, from album covers to our earliest understanding of visible light. The 
rainbow. But what's most mind-boggling is that the rainbow isn't actually there. You can never get to the end of it, which gives it the symbolism of unattainable. In Navajo and Norwegian mythology, a rainbow was a bridge that only the gods could take between heaven and hell. But even though it's not really there, we can now understand what it is. Although natural sunlight looks white or yellow, Isaac Newton discovered that this white light is the sum of all visible colors. Just like the dark side of the moon album cover, the prism can be seen breaking the white light into a rainbow. So after a rainstorm, tiny rain droplets in the air act as prisms. The droplets bend the sunlight with refraction at 42 degrees. As it exits the droplet, it appears a different color. We always see it in an arc or a circle because our eyes are the apex of our vision, shaped like a cone. So its angle depends on our own personal vision. And no one experiences a rainbow the same exact way. So as you stare up at the air where the sunlight meets the droplets of moisture in the sky, you capture that image in your head before lying down on the ground. The sun warms you from above, the damp grass cools you from below. The sun hangs above you in the sky at an angle of evening, and the foliage that surrounds you soaks up the sunlight in the water, releasing oxygen into the air. You take a deep breath as your chest expands towards the sun, and as you release your breath, your chest sinks back towards the earth. Although the rainbow above you fades away, its image remains in your mind's eye. As the day slowly passes, the sun sinks towards the horizon. Another day is done. The sun hides away like it does at the end of every day. And just like it's promised for several billion years, it will rise again tomorrow. But for now, it patiently waits as the other stars take their moment to shine in the infinite night sky. That concludes our journey to planet sleep for tonight. I hope you found our journey to the sun most relaxing. If you enjoy Planet Sleep, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts. It's also on YouTube as well. That's it for me today. I hope you find some relaxation or rest, and I'll see you in our next journey to Planet Sleep. Until then, sleep easy, my friend.